Hello, welcome to my today's podcast coming to you from Eccentric Media Studio. Permit me to say a big quick thank you to all my audience and listeners all around the world in different countries and on different platforms, ranging from Anchor, iTunes, Apple, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breakers, Overcast, Radio Public, Spotify, YouTube, and many other platforms. Please, if today is your first time of tuning into my station, do not forget to like my podcast and share it with your friends and work colleagues and family. And also, you can be an audience on my podcast so that once I have a new podcast, you can receive an instant notification from Anchor. Thanks once again for tuning in to listen. God bless. Wow, it's nice to be back again. And in this series, I've spoke uh, quite at length about what it means to be selfish. And we've looked at various meaning of what being selfish means. And I remember saying vividly that selfishness means when one is exclusively consigned about oneself, seeking or concentrating on one's own advantage, pleasure or well-being without regards for others. And we also looked at different other meanings of what selfishness means. We talked about egocentric, egoistic, and all different kinds when you say someone is self-centered or self-absorbed or self-consigned, self-loving, you know, when one thinks virtually about himself all alone. We've talked about the part one, the part two, and this is most likely going to be the part three, which I'm just going to quickly run down on some very important notes. But before running down the notes, why are people so selfish? Why? You know, you go out in the day, you see them around you, at school, at work, within the family member. Why are people so selfish? Sometimes I just think, why? People don't have this little empathy to just think about themselves all alone, so self-centered. Why? So, we look at this note. Why are people so selfish? Because they are worried generosity will work in them. Imagine when someone thinks by giving out something to someone will make them look weak or make them look less than themselves. Hmm. That's interesting. It is very true. I will live in a world where it is always advertised that putting yourself first whenever possible is the best way to ensure your survival and striving in life. But basically, that's not true. Because when you become so selfish and self-centered and you listen to all sorts of different kind of criticism or different kind of studies out there that talks about being selfish or being self-centered. In one way or the other, when they advocate for all this, it doesn't really go anywhere because at the end of the day, when you become so selfish, thinking that giving too much of your time, energy, money or attention, you will lose. No, it's not true because when you try to give there's always a possibility that you always receive back from someone else. It doesn't really mean the person you give to will be the one that will reciprocate back to you. Because 
what you give out you attract good things to yourself as well another reason why people are so selfish because they grew up in a toxic family environment hmm. never underestimate the ability of a toxic family environment to turn someone into a basket case for the rest of their life it is true that our personal power is within our grasp for all of us and we should never buy into this victim mindset nonetheless acknowledging that your family background has fried your brain isn't being a victim it is just being honest it is true some of us we grew up in an environment where it is so toxic that we're meant to believe that being selfish it's okay <laughs> and sometimes it goes a long way to affect us imagine you live in a house where your dad and mom are always fighting about money and if you check out a lot of couples out there today is wanting to love another thing is to come to reality when it comes to paying bills when one party decides to brew every single penny it has on the table and why the other one has this very interior motive and decides to take his own money and keep it safe somewhere and whenever there is bills to pay and when you say okay come let's pay bills and he says i don't have money are you the man who decides to take his own money and keep it like the story i once said the other time about a man who was so selfish to understand that at the point of death he refused to bring out the money that he had just for him to stay alive this man doesn't take his money to the bank because he's scared that some of the banks might go bankrupt and all that and so what he does is he makes a lot of money and he has a special pillow where he stuck his money inside the foam had you know hanging away from every members of the family and whenever they asked him for money he said there's no more on this fateful day this man fell sick and he, they took him to the hospital and everybody gathered around him and the hospital said they need to pay some bills in order to give him urgent you know medical attention but because he was so selfish the wife everybody ran around just to see if they could get some cash just to be able to keep him alive but the man just kept quiet he didn't say nothing and eventually they couldn't really raise the kind of money they wanted but at least they managed to still give him some attention but in the long run he was really really sick that whatever they were doing the money they had couldn't really keep him alive and while they were still trying to get more money to you know resuscitate him and keep him alive he died but before he died he asked the wife please can you bring me my pillow i was like but there's pillow here in the hospital why do you want another pillow well they didn't know the idea behind this pillow but eventually the wife went get the pillow and they brought it for him he was resting his head on it till he died well normal thing is when people die in the hospital and when they're about to take them to the mortuary and all that whatever personal belongings they have they give it to the family and on this occasion, one of the nurse called the attention of the wife and said, do you really know your husband very well? He said, well, wait, I know him, we live together, but you know, 
this man that has been, you know, old pillow, pillow, pillow. His pillow is here. You know, while he was sick, he was always asking for his pillow before he died. Can you take this pillow and, you know, just take it home and check something might be where about this pillow because I don't know why this man kept on asking for this pillow too, you know. And they took the pillow. Fortunate to know by the time the woman got home, took a knife and they said, let's tear this pillow open. And they were surprised that this man had money stuck in the pillow. Even at the point of death. Are you this kind of a person who would rather want to listen? You know, if you're hearing the sound of my voice, maybe you're in your car or you're in school or maybe in your garden or maybe at work or maybe you're in prison or you're somewhere. It's a, word, it's a note of warning. Maybe you're there, you're a rich man, you're a billionaire, you're a trillionaire, whatever it is it is that you think you have. We all came into this world with nothing and absolutely nothing. So if you have money and you cannot share with your loved ones while you're alive, imagine when you're dead. Who do you think is going to own those money? Quite a lot of monies that are lost in the banks today. Maybe people fly plane and they have fatal accident and they can't get them back to come and claim their money and those money are all lost and you have opportunity to share with people around you just to put a smile on someone's face and you decide not to this man like i just said in this story is already dead and the wife was so surprised that this man had this money and he kept it away from his family he kept it even up to the point that he was about to die and he refused to spend this money they said the love of money is the root of all evil. Do you love money so much that you don't, you don't mind taking the life of people just because you want money? Maybe because of some of those things you've done and that's why you're in the prison today. You, 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 you. I'm speaking to you. You're right there in the prison. Maybe as a result of your selfishness. But life is so big. Life is so interesting. Why would you want to be so self-centered? Maybe because of the toxic family you think you grew up with. See, the truth about life is because your family failed you does not mean you have to fail in life. You can learn how to live a better life and not continue in that toxic environment that you think you grew up with. It's fine. It has happened. It has happened. The truth about it, if you keep complaining about the mistakes from your past, then how do you move forward into the future? A lot of us, we do it. We complain so much about the past. How my dad did this. How my sister did this. How my brother did this. How my friends did this. See, the truth is we need to start taking ownership of our lives and take in ownership of the decisions you make. If you keep complaining about how you failed, then you will never be able to move forward. But if you can learn and make adjustment, then there is a hope at the end of the tunnel. Toxic environment can make you become so selfish because every time there's conflict in the house, mommy and daddy fighting over bills, and you also think it's a normal thing to do. So when you also have your own relationship with your spouse, you start to fight with your spouse just because you feel, oh, they fight. Oh, let me also continue fighting. But the truth about it is couples, you need to work together as one. Put down the money you make together and see how you can be. You see, two is better than one. But if one person is the only one bearing all the burdens with the bills, and maybe the other one is thinking of just being selfish by keeping all his own money apart, how can you build a home? 
when one person is the only one taking out the stress and the other one is just sitting down somewhere hiding away all the money that is being made it's a lesson for couples to learn that you need to pull your resources together to have a strong and formidable family another reason why people are quite very very selfish is because they're emotionally failed and insecurity what are you feeling insecure about what thinking the man is going to run away so for that reason you have to keep all the money to yourself life is a risk in the first place when two people come together it's risk you take it because at the end of the day you have different norms and values from different families coming together so but the moment you say to yourself you love yourself why not put a bit of trust in each other and see how you can be able to form a good alliance together to make life work but when you feel oh i don't trust this guy you know let me keep some of the money i have apart well the truth about it is how would you be able to enjoy life to the fullness it's not true because another very big reason a lot of people become so selfish for just no reason and you know just out of insecurity and many times insecure people are miserable people on the planet have you checked out yeah they're miserable people when you're selfish you become so very miserable you're never happy yeah you're never happy and when you see other people that are happy hmm, uh, you derive sadness when you see other people being happy and that's not supposed to be that's not supposed to be we need to have a new change of mindset you know, we need to have a new change of mindset if we are able to be able to achieve all that we need to achieve in life as human beings. Another reason why people become so selfish in this life is because they are terrified of being abandoned. <laughs> You're scared of being abandoned by the people that you love or the people that are close to you. And so for that reason, you want to do everything possible just to be as selfish as possible another reason why people are very selfish because they only want friends who are useful friends that they can use are you that kind of a friend you're so selfish you're looking for people you can use like a tissue paper and when you have sucked everything they've have or they've got you decide to abandon them and run away that's not fair that's not fair another very interesting reason why people can be sometimes very selfish is because they've been brainwashed by our selfish culture you know there are cultures all over the world all the way from india to america australia china africa where people have all different kind of cases relating to selfishness and this inadequate conflicts and all different kind of bitterness that leads to how many and how ways people have decided to relate in our current world some people their heart is so cold that they don't have any single feelings when it comes to money ah they always tell you money makes the world go round and so for that reason for them, the moment they have that money, they don't want it to go around to the next person. 
they just want to keep everything to themselves they want to keep all the words to themselves are you that kind of a rich person or a rich man who have so much that you don't even know what to do with it all you just want to do is you just want to keep everything to yourself hmm. uh, that's not fair and also another reason why people become so selfish sometimes is because they have bad relationship what kind of relationship have you experienced is it with your spouse or is it with your friends and now you've carried it over in your day-to-day life it virtually affects everything you're doing money is a tool and it can be used for a lot of things but the truth about it is if you've had a bad relationship that shouldn't stop you from getting out of that bad relationship that you've had and see how you can be able to forge ahead with your life and live a normal life and not not affect you the way you relate with other people around you another way people get so selfish is because they've learned to get their ways always by manipulating every single situation to their advantage this is more like a normal thing for them because they've learned maybe you're the type you've really gone to study what it takes to you know extremely be selfish every time you always want to make sure that you manipulate everything to your own advantage Mm. you need to sit down and have a rethink about some of those things you think you've learned and you think that's the best way to relate with life another reason why people can be so selfish maybe because they work in a high pressured and self-absorbing industry where they work very hard to get their money and just because they make so much money and everybody wants to outdo each other so they feel okay why should I part away with my hard-earned money and so for that reason this will always affect the way they relate to other people just because they feel when they give they probably will lose and they might not get someone to reciprocate back to them and so for that reason they are so choked up in this idea that they may not be able to get back so soon from anybody and another reason why people feel a bit or they practice this act of being selfish because they feel this sense of belonging or because they do not feel this sense of belonging from people around them so for that reason they feel oh, they feel this resentment and so the sentiment is always there in them that okay you know what i don't feel belong here so why should i try to you know like be a bit kind to people and all that so you need to watch out if you have this kind of tendency in you that every time you want to feel belong and once you don't get it mm, you just get yourself choked up in your in yourself alone and another reason why people can be a bit selfish is because hmm, selfish people are sometimes very very lazy and they feel that once they hold on to something ah they don't want to let it go their hands is glued to those things they don't want to let because they just you know when someone is lazy doesn't want to do more to get more he feels that that one he has oh no no i'm not going to let it go no way you can tell them from now to tomorrow that if you give you receive ah all those words don't work if why to not work man and that's why they remain the same way day in day out because when you release you always get back but when you keep that you have imagine you have 
a little amount of money and you just keep it somewhere and cover it without you trying to take a bit of risk and invest it into something i talked about uh, reasons why we hold on to money and some money you hold for precautionary motives you hold some money for transactional motive you owe some money for unforeseen circumstances and when you have money and you decide to just cover it up you know you don't try and invest it into something money is not going to yield interest and so life is about risk we take so if you hold on to that which you have and you don't try to take a bit of risk while you're sitting down is a risk someone made that chair what if the chair suddenly collapses and you fall down and break your back you're walking on the street it could be you are you sure the road is okay you could probably just walk and one part of the road there could be landsliding i could just fall in and you could be just choked up into the ground but life everything we do risk when you're sleeping is a risk and so many rich people or some people that find it difficult to sleep at night you know so you you sleep you wake up is a risk. what if you sleep you don't wake up the next day life is a risk everything we do is risk so if you have so much and you decide not to share with people what if you sleep and that money you think you have in the bank you don't wake up to spend it and that's the kind of mistake some people do they have so much money pile up somewhere they don't even have any nest of king someone that can you know claim the money after they are dead nobody prays that anybody dies so soon but what if it happens you die and at the end of the day nobody is nest of king to you the money is gone gone everything you worked for is gone the people you work this money for don't even know that you've kept the money away from them so but why not try we live in a very world where you can reach out to people you have money don't know what to do with it share share with people make some millionaires around you maybe you're a billionaire you have so much money you can bring up one or two people around you and make them somebody make them you know like so they can also impact their world wherever they are now i've talked about some few points about why people make themselves or cultivate this culture of being selfish now there are ways that one or we all can change our mindset it's important try and put yourself number one in another man's pair of shoes and see how it will feel like maybe you're the one that is so rich that's a and you're the one that is so poor that's c or maybe you're the one that is in between like a middle class because we live in a world right now where it is splitted into two from the rich to the middle class and to the poor ones imagine you're the rich man and there's a poor man out there put yourself in that man's pair of shoes probably doesn't have a dollar or a pound or yen or euro or naira or whatever denomination you spend in your country and it's bare on the streets with no food to drink no water no roof over his head it's raining he's been smashed and battered by the weather and you live in a mansion <laughs> i've been to some places where you have so very multi-rich people and they have maybe two or three sets of 
sitting rooms for visitors to stay in where you have the lower one for poor people because they're wearing smelling clothes and imagine you allow them into the very fancy sitting room because of the smelling attire they have probably going to mess up the whole place eh? so they will always be kept in the common very low sitting rooms where even if they mess up the seats there they can easily be changed I remember once visited the place and they ushered me first time I went there they ushered me somewhere and they asked me to sit I was like okay is this and suddenly I saw when they called me into another room wow I looked so I said I asked the fellow that was taking me through the door so where is this first place they say well that one is for people that are less important for you because you're a bit you know you're coming up you know, come with us here okay so I went and they showed me the main place where the very rich people will sit I'm like wow so if for not the function I went there for probably would have been relegated to you know one maybe one or two or the third place to sit so what I'm trying to say here is this if you're a rich man or you're doing so well Put yourself in the shoe of this person that does not have the opportunity that you have. I keep telling this to a lot of people that I speak to from time to time that if you're a manager in a particular position, your being a manager does not make you the best of all managers. You're just like a representative of other people. So sometimes when people have position, they think they are the best of all. No. You're just there. You're being delegated to lead because everybody cannot lead. Yeah, you might have the knowledge, but sometimes do not allow that knowledge you have over that thing. Makes you feel over superior to every other person. Now you talk to them like you own them. You treat them like shit. You treat them like they, they are nobody. Put yourself in the shoe of those people. Is it this knowledge do you have? Or maybe because you're able to go to school, you've studied, you have this degree. You're a PhD holder, you're a professor, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you're a pastor, probably you've gone to all the best theology. And when you talk to people, you talk down on them, you make them look like they're a piece of nothing. Put yourself in their shoe and see how it feels when you talk down on people or when you're being so selfish to people. You think about everything is just about you, 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 me. Do you know who I am? Really? Who are you? Let's minus all these successes that you have. Let's minus all these good things that you have, all these cars, the house you live in. Imagine if you would have to now go and stay in an hamlet and that poor man comes to live in your mansion. Just allow the rich to go live in one of those remote areas. Bring the poor man, you know, and let's see how they'll be able to show this empathy. So if you're rich, help poor people around you. You know, it's a wake-up call to you. Maybe this whole discussion is about you. Have you rethink? You're this wife who doesn't appreciate nothing that you get. Or you're the type that will hoard and keep hoarding things, keep things, keep money, keep everything. Hide them away from your spouse. 
when both of you are in the same race together and there's a bit of kind of competition where you don't even want him to know what you have couples are like that some of them are like that or maybe partners you need to put yourself in that man's shoe or put yourself in that woman's shoe how does it feel when you don't have anything and the other person have hmm. food for thought another way to self this selfish act that has really choked us up in our world today look around you find a real model who do you see that is doing something good he's so rich but yet he's sharing you can learn from this person yes i had you know backs of the same feather they flock together hey, rich man you see another fellow rich man doing well you know reaching out to people you can learn from you can become a philanthropist like that person and start reaching out to people around you and don't keep all the wealth you have to yourself yeah first put yourself in the shoe of the other man and humble yourself and see how it looks like to wake up and not knowing what you're going to eat yeah like a story I once heard about a woman that was praying. She didn't have any food to eat. She was virtually broke. And she called her kids together around the table. And they were having a prayer. Our God, please, tonight, we don't know what we're going to eat. It was just a little prayer of faith. I once heard this story. And while they were praying, they were not even finished praying. And the kids were wondering, is this woman Okay. We don't have food to eat. There's empty... In fact, they put on top of the table empty plates. Empty plates. And the woman was just praying. Because that was her only last result. And suddenly someone knocked at the door. And the woman asked one of the kids to go check who was at the... Who was knocking at the door. But fortunate enough... <laughs> None of the kids wanted to go. Say, mommy, please, we don't want to go. You go. And the woman said, okay, guys, close your eyes to open. Let me quickly go and check who was at the door. And when she went to the door, she opened the door. And you know what she found? She found an envelope. <laughs> Miracle do happens. But you know what? There was money in that envelope. She didn't know who dropped it there for them. And she picked it and she was able to buy food for everybody in the house to eat and they had spare. Do you know? You could be that angel that God wants to use to reach out to someone else. So look around you. Who are the models? People that you can model from. People you can learn from. You can also be an angel to someone in your family. In your place of work someone have needs to do a project and he needs you to be part of that project be that angel put a smile on someone's face you see someone on the street that needs food be that angel that god was sent to go and be a help to the next person time is running out do not keep everything to yourself another way to overcome being selfish identify needs and fill them up look around you we live in a community and there's a lot of violence going around kids you know kids are growing up there's this youth exuberant they want to try and display they want to they have so much energy they can run they can jump and you're so rich look for something you can try and create in your environment that can engage these kids 
I was telling some group of kids one time I had an opportunity to teach somewhere and I was telling them that in our own days when we were growing up that the kind of information that is currently in the world today we didn't have it when I was growing up we probably had only one person that had a cellular you know those long cellular phones with long antennas and the man would stay on the street and you have people queuing up like a little distance just to come take calls in his house he was so generous he would not hide his phone and it was so quite expensive where people would come and take phone calls from their relations from far and near but now in this age within the twinkling of an eye everybody got a mobile phone and it doesn't even cost that much anymore now people even beg you to have units on your phone so they can easy to make phone calls but back in those days there was nothing like that now people have iPad, you have, you have computers, you have all sorts of gadgets, which was not there in those days. But now people can have information to everything they want within the twinkling of an eye. Identify people's needs. How can you be of help to people? Within your family, within your occupation, within wherever it is you find yourself. It's a wake-up call for everyone of us, including myself. How can you reach out to people who have needs? identify their needs some people have needs but they don't even know how to come up to you you can walk up to them i've noticed you don't have this can i provide this for you it doesn't cost you anything oh no i don't want them to know i have because if i do now they're going to come back for more really if you have give the ones you can help them if they come and you don't have just explain to them your situation but rather Identify people's needs and see how you can help them fill it up. Don't wait until when they come to you. You can go to them if they don't have that opportunity to come to you. We live in a world where God has created us, both man, human. And you know what? We did not come into this world with anything. And trust me, when we all go, we're going to go with nothing. It's a wake-up call. Food for thought. Let's stop being selfish. Let's turn the world around. Let's see how we can reach our politicians. All the money that's been given to you to take care of your citizenry, wherever it is, from your community and constituency. Don't go and hoard the money. Try and go and, if it is to go and create jobs for them, create jobs. If it is to create, make better life for them, make better life for them. Let this world be a better place for all to live in. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This is your life coach coming from Eccentric Media. Let's live a life that is void of calamity. Let's live a life that where everybody can live in harmony and in peace and in joy and happiness. Until I come again your way, remain blessed. Thank you for listening to this, my episode. God bless.